This is Learned It From An 80s Song. I am your coach, Patricia Freiberg. This is I Love The 80s meets the healing of storytelling and the positive impact of music. Inspiring guests share their powerful stories, yielding incredible strengths. Through both story and music, this podcast will elevate your mood, providing you with a positive outlook. It will ignite recall so that you can tap into your own life experiences. We don't just hear the knowledge and wisdom gained from our podcast guests. Through powerful story, we can live it. And welcome to Learned It From An 80s Song. Today, we are closing out 2023 with a Wins and Wishes podcast. You will hear from several guests, including Dr. Sapan, John Doran, and Louis Montiagudo. Firstly, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. It has been a labor of love, and it's been going into year number four. I have more evidence now behind the message that story and music are powerful tools for personal growth. This is the part of the show where I give you the big reveal as to what song we're going to be talking about today. So let's get started. The song that best resonates with the story I'm going to share with you today. Can I get a drum roll, please? is New Song by Howard Jones. Howard Jones is a British musician and songwriter who rose to prominence in the 1980s with his synth pop sound and catchy, optimistic tunes. He was born February 23rd, 1955 in Southampton, England. Howard Jones became a figure in the new wave and synth pop movements of the 1980s. His debut album was Humans Live in 1984. The album showcased Jones's musical talent with his electric sound, where it meets very meaningful lyrics. New Song was released in August of 1983. New Song was a chart topper at number five in the UK singles chart and top 30 of US Billboard's Hot 100. The album Humans Lib went up to number one in the UK. So as I researched this song, I found this quote from Howard Jones in Wikipedia, and this was regarding his song, New Song. Here's what he says. I wanted a song that was like my manifesto, like why I wanted to be in this business and why I wanted to write songs in the first place. I was working in a factory at the time. I was doing gigs at night and working in the factory. And I wanted to say to people, you can, it is possible to do what you really want to do. If you've got enough guts and determination, you can do what you're really good at in this life if you set your mind to it. And so really, that's what the song is about. It's about letting go of fear and seeing both sides of an argument and throwing off the things that hold you back 
mentally. End quote. Wow. I, that quote just blew my mind because I read this and I saw this after I wrote what it meant to me. And um, I have to say, you know, this was from the 1980s and look at like how current this mindset is. And it was as though he was already studying positive psychology uh, (laughs) in the 80s, even though it didn't even exist then. So, I mean, really motivational and inspirational uh, quote about his song, New Song. So the story that I have to share with you today is representative of my win of 2023. Going back into the academic world after 20 plus years, if you can imagine, uh, since my last graduate degree was as though I had been living in a time capsule and then opening up my eyes to a different universe of research. So here are a few things that have changed since my first graduate degree. The invention of the World Wide Web. Wow, what a difference a few decades makes. It was like finding a needle in the haystack when you had to find a journal article. I don't know if for those that are out there remember this, but Typically, I remember going to the 42nd Street Library in New York City. And and typically when you had to go get a journal article, it was down in the dungeon. You know, it was way down there downstairs to places of the library you don't even know exist. And then you go and you find the date and of the article and the publication. And I probably we use the Dewey Decimal System as well, you know, simultaneously. But here was the hardest part. Remember the days of microfiche. Yes. So then you finally get this journal article, right? That you you pretty much spent half a day trying to find that one article. And then you put it in the machine that has a pedal and then you have to thread the ribbon through. I don't know if you remember that, but then you push that pedal. And the problem was I am very heavy handed. So between trying to delicately put the ribbon into the machine and press that pedal. I mean, if you can imagine, I was going back and forth and back and forth uh, only to find that the article that I picked out wasn't exactly what I needed. So I needed to go back and find another one. Secondly, with academia, this being in this world now of 2023, there are amazing uh, uh, systems like EBSCO to look up articles, Google Scholar, and online libraries. Like, oh my goodness, I love an online library. So the problem is, is that input is one of my top strengths from Clifton Gallup. And what that means when it comes to information is that more is more when gathering data. But what I quickly found out was that these new systems give you an incredible amount of information. It was abundant. So my new skill that I had to gain quickly was how to sift through and find the most relevant research that I needed for my study. Then we have Grammarly and Zotero, which are game changers, which allowed me to save time to devote more effort into sifting through all of that information. It truly is a skill. 
Lastly, distance learning. So being that I'm an extrovert and that I love being in a classroom, I wondered how this distance learning thing was going to work out for me. Now, and also given that it was a rigorous full-time MSc postgraduate program. So while nothing replaces physically being with people, I was surprised that the program and the lectures uh, were very engaging. However, setting up my environment to limit distractions was also very important. But there were some inevitable challenges. Yes. And that number one is depost, which is the Swiss postman. The Swiss postman is next level with persistence. They will ring that bell until somebody answers it, no matter what is going on. If you're at work, in school, what have you, depost is going to deliver that mail. And secondly, probably the most important part of this of the success of uh, the program and, and making it through this rigorous program were my classmates. And with writing rooms, like what we did is we had Zoom writing rooms where we'd get together and set goals and write and then check back every you know hour, two hours. And then we had supportive sessions and peer coaching. So between that support network, and and these were people from all over the world that we would uh, have rooms, you know, writing rooms with. And it was such a great experience to share that with them. So while returning to academia had a very intense and fast learning curve, I learned some very important skills not including the learning of brand new systems of research. While graduating was certainly a big win, here is what I'm most proud of this year for the lessons that I've learned. So these actually are my wins. Here is number one. I had to tell myself I am here to learn and it's okay not to know it all. You know, being a mature student You know, at certain age and being a mom, I feel like I should know the answers to things. And I don't know why I I have this notion, but the truth is the more, you know, the less, you know, and I mean that, that quote, uh, is certainly accurate. So I think putting away that idea that I have to have the answers was very important. And so I'm here to learn and it's okay not to know it all. Number two, don't be afraid to ask for help. Okay. So if you know me, this is, uh, (laughs) this was a real learning curve and a real challenge. And, um, and I did it. I was really grateful to find a graduate school coach who helped me through the process because it was, uh, uh, exhaustive and it was challenging to go back into it, but finding, you know, some support and asking for help was a new skill for me. And I was so grateful that I learned that skill during this time. And number three, keep your mind flexible and be open to new perspectives. So this was also a critical, critical learning this year. You know, as we get older, we, we do get stuck, you know, and I can, I've talked about this with many people in midlife. You know, we get stuck in our minds about things. And uh, this cognitive flexibility is 
is really critical for aging and longevity. And so, you know, going back to school after all these years and adapting to asking for help and not knowing the answers and keeping my mind flexible to new perspectives was really important and getting rid of those biases, right? So if you're looking to go back to school, uh, my advice to you is just do it. Just do it. Uh, And here is why the song really resonates. You can probably hear uh, already by my story why this song resonates, but it's because of these lyrics that he says um, that inspired the story or the song. I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, either the story, did the story inspire the song or did the song inspire the story? I don't know. I think they kind of came together, but here it is. The quote, here's the uh, lyric. This is a song to all of my friends. They take the challenge to their hearts, challenging preconceived ideas, saying goodbye to long standing fears. Don't crack up, bend your brain, see both sides, throw off your mental chains. (laughs) If you know the song, you can't help but sing that last part. Uh, So, this is what's so interesting about this. I, you know, it really is about that flexibility. It is about um, as we age to see both sides, look at things from different perspectives and, 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 and watching out for biases that we have. So becoming aware of these biases. And so that's why we're doing this podcast today is about these biases we are negatively, you know, biased. So we're, we're really, our brains are, are, are hardwired to see negative and we need a lot more positive to negate some of that negative. So that's why I thought of this podcast today to do wins and wishes, uh, wins of 2023 and wishes of 2024. So what I did with this is I adapted the wins of 2023 from the positive psychology intervention, three good things. This is a lot of research to back this up about the benefits of of practicing three good things. The actual PPI or positive psychology intervention is actually where for seven days uh, you would reflect. You know what? I'll put this in the show notes for you guys, but for seven days you reflect on three good things of that day. And it could be something very simple, but three good things that happened that day. And what they've noticed is that there's a study that showed for months afterward, people had uh, more positive emotions, less depressive symptoms from doing this one exercise, which is, is very clear. And this is related to that negative bias that we have. So listing your wins for the year could have similar benefits. In this practice of focusing on the positive, we learn to notice and remember and savor some of the better things in life. This is uh, not only to cultivate a positive outlook and mindset, uh, redirecting attention toward optimism, but it also contributes to increased happiness and overall well-being. Acknowledging then celebrating wins reduces stress. It provides a mental break from life's challenges. Regularly celebrating wins can enhance Uh, resilience, uh, builds competence and confidence for future challenges. So that's that resilience. It can help with resilience. 
celebrating wins acts as a as a powerful motivator for goal achievement, creating a positive feedback loop. So redirecting or, or you know reflecting on three good things or your wins uh, for 2023 helps promote gratitude and fosters a positive and thankful attitude. So really, you know, practicing this, you know, whether it, you do the three good things for seven days or you practice your wins for 2023 and write down those things that you're proud of. And for me, it was those lessons learned from achieving a graduate degree, right? So write down, you know, you know, not just what you did. So yes, I, I did this graduate degree, but it was like, what lessons did I learn? What were my key takeaways from that experience? Because that's that's really what's most important. So really reflect on those wins. Um, you know, if you were a top producer, you know, in your company or what have you, you know, write down what it took for you to do that. Like what small steps did you take to get there? What lessons did you learn to get to, to do, uh, what you did? So, um, really, you know, I think just that's the action item that I have for all of us, for all of you out there, um, is to reflect on 2023 and no matter how big or small it can be a, it's amazing how small wins, even just simple wins can, you know, can also just, they don't have to be big monumentous things. They can be very small wins and how those small wins can really generate, you know, learning within those. So anyway, that's that. Next, we want to talk about hope. And that is about wishes. So wishes and hope I kind of put together. I liked wins and wishes. I think it sounded good together. So then I thought, all right, well, wishes really is about hope. Now here's what's cool about hope. Hope is a positive and forward thinking mindset that involves um, expecting positive outcomes and believing in one's ability to work toward it and achieve those goals. So hope plays a crucial role in psychological well-being and is associated uh, with numerous positive outcomes. This includes improved coping mechanisms, enhanced mental health, increased motivation, and better overall life satisfaction. Fostering hope is a valuable aspect of psychological interventions and can contribute to a more positive and resilient uh, mindset. So hope, what, what I found was interesting, and I went down the rabbit hole. Um, actually, I went into a book, the Oxford Handbook on Hope, really great book I, I dove into about this specifically. But one chapter that I was reading was about hope is uh, similar to self-efficacy. In fact, self-efficacy is where you believe that you are capable, which gives you the agency then to accomplish a goal. And the belief is that one's efforts can lead to positive outcomes. And then and this encourages sustained effort and perseverance in the face of obstacles. So we're seeing that resilience again with hope uh, and with self-efficacy and hope. So very interesting topic. And so I, my, my goal for you uh, would be also to look at your wishes for 2024. What, what are you hopeful for? And for me, it's, I'm just going to stick with the same theme. There's a lot of things. I, I, there are a lot of uncertainty in my world. 
You know, I don't know if we're moving. We're, we, I live in Switzerland. I don't know if we're moving back to California next year. We, we don't know yet. My son is applying to colleges. I don't know what college, you know, he'll end up going to. So in my life, there are a lot of uncertainties. Um, and so I, I'm leaning into hope. You know, I hope we end up moving or not. I, I would say this. I don't, I'm not hoping necessarily to move. Um, how would I say this? My hope is that we end up where we're supposed to be, you know, how, how life does that. My hope is that we end up where we're supposed to be, whether it's here in Switzerland or back in California. Other hope is that my son gets into uh, the college that's best suited for him. And then lastly, hope for myself is I am starting a doctoral program and I am very excited. And this is with Middlesex University. And this is to continue my education uh, and my research on relationship in the arts as where what I'm thinking of now. It's a transdisciplinary uh, program. So the cool part about transdisciplinary programs is that you really are looking through different lenses and different perspectives, which is exactly the song that uh, that is exactly what the song is about. A uh, new song by Howard Jones. So next, enough about uh, enough about me. I want you guys to give me your wishes for 2024. I'm a very approachable person, so please reach out to me via social media, etc. I want to know what your wins were and what your wishes are. So reach out anytime. Now, next, we're going to hear from our guest, Dr. Sapan, John Doran, and Louis Montiagudo. So I'm very excited to have them share. Some will share their songs and some will share their wins and wishes. And uh, so enjoy, enjoy this. And until next time. All right. So we're looking at coming in at the end of the year here and we have Dr. Sapan with us. And could you tell us uh, what would be your biggest win of 2023? Yeah. So the biggest achievement for me would be having um, completed or nearly completed that course at Harvard, uh, where we are both um, classmates and soon to be alumni of that course uh, on lifestyle, nutrition, and I learned so much. And you would think after 25 years of practicing as a physician, I would there would be nothing more to learn, but that's definitely not the case. I learned a huge amount. And I look forward to now implementing that uh, in client for clients and also through the new website that I'm up developing, the um, weightlossgroupcoaching.com, where I hope to then implement that um, on a group coaching, Zoom group video, and a platform. Also for that website, I have plans, Patricia, to ask people to come and to interact with my group of people. So I would obviously pay a consultancy fees. But I would give opportunities to people with a background in psychology or nutrition or uh, physiology, exercise trainers, you know, all kinds of other kinds of specialists to give their input and just enrich the whole experience within, within that group. Wonderful. That is amazing. So what would be for 2024 as you're looking forward to a whole new year, what would be a wish that you would have for 2024? Oh, it's just that new business I'm setting up. Um, that is really the, 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 the baby for me at this point of time. And I hope it works out. I hope it works out mainly because I just want to help more and more clients. That's the main reason. As you can imagine, I'm a physician. I'm 
you know, yesterday I saw 42 patients. I've got about 30 lined up after this call. Today, yes. it's, it's not about the money. It's, 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 it's about just being able to help and reach out to more and more people. As we discussed prior, I only get 10 minutes with my clients on average. I make those YouTube videos, but even making videos for clients, it's, it's difficult for them to put it into context. They need to have that one-to-one -one interaction with me. It's not as simple as saying, go watch that 45-minute video and it'll be all good. They need someone to explain how to put that in practice for them. And I look forward to that kind of new setup where I'll be in a group setting, admittedly, able to advise people on how they can implement all of that in their lives. Wonderful. That sounds amazing. Well, first of all, you know, with the amount of passion that you bring to this field, there is no doubt it's going to be hugely successful. And I can't wait to see it happen in 2024. So cheers and happy new year. And until next time. Thanks, Patricia. Hello, Lewis. So great to have you here. As we're saying goodbye, Alfidazin to 2023 and hello to 2024. So my question for you, and I'm, um, and as we're asking many guests uh, who've been on Learn It From an 80s Song, uh, what would be your uh, wins of 2023? Wins from 2023. It's tough because like, I sort of feel like there's a lot of them. So yes, it's almost as though actually one of the best, one of the, the best wins sort of like touches base on many of the things that happened. So it's sort of correlate there. Yeah. Had a chance to work with a really great team of people that was able to coach them from like this basic starting point and just being able to watch them turn into pretty close to completely different people within six months, you know, with regards wow. to what they've been able to do for themselves, which is nice, you know, then I've also sort of been coming to terms with the fact that I want to continue doing that more frequently, which I took that opportunity to do so as well, sort of around the same time. And I did something like that, except I did it freer from attachment to a larger organization. So I sort of empowered these people to be able to go off on their own. And uh, I helped some people, a good deal of people actually increase their revenue by as much as hundred percent. So wow. I don't want to make the way, I don't want to make the win be, because for some people it is, it's important, you know, it's like they go through their certification processes, they go through their training, they're learning, they're trying to be a better person, share more positivity with, with what they're doing. Uh, and they don't always see the reward for it because they are so much to juggle that they don't have the ability to do so per se. Um, I was able to help those people out. And while the win itself isn't necessarily just financial, like, that's not really the win. I think the win was more like me being honest with myself and saying that, you know what? Like nobody's going to do this for you because you're the one that's doing it. So if you want to help other people at this capacity and help more people at the same time to empower groups, do it wow. and see who holds you back. See who holds you back, you know, because I referred to that little mirror reflection sort of meditation. Yes. Uh, and if I look in a mirror, like that's it. That's the only person holding me back. There's really nobody saying it can't be done. So that was a pretty big win for me. And backtracking a little bit to my previous 80 song, that was sort of like my own breaking the ice with myself. Like that's mm -hmm. sort of honesty. I don't think I've ever, I've, I don't think I've ever been there at that level of honesty. So mm -hmm. that's sort of, that sort of leads me to my, uh, my song for that. Yes. Which what it, would be your song? My, it is the Heaven and Hell by Black Sabbath. <laughs> yes. yes. So a little rock and roll. It, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting because usually Black Sabbath would have been Ozzy Osbourne, but he was on hiatus because he had some personal troubles and in came in Ronnie Dio. Um, 
And in that sense, from that perspective, especially, it's almost like I'm putting that part of myself away. Like that one that could sort of just like junk out on not having to get to that higher perspective and just sort of like trot along. You know, like I'm sort of like saying, hey, let's let's give this guy a chance. It's still me, you know, <laughs> like really, let's yes. keep it going. And so one of the lyrics is, um, one of the lyrics happens to go, go along the lines of, the less that you give, you're a taker, you know? And that yeah. line in particular, that line in particular is just like, so if I'm not giving of wow. myself, what the hell am I taking? You know? Wow. <laughs> wow. And that really resonates with just where, where you found the most joy this year has been around being of service. And it yes. wasn't about the monetary gains, although you made incredible gains. Um, it was about how you saw a team, you know, how you were able to motivate and empower a team to then empower themselves, to then become yes. completely different from the beginning to the end. And that was through you being of service to them and giving of yourself. Yeah, for sure. It was, it's, and it's a lot of work. Really I'm cool. not going to lie. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but that, that aspect of empowerment and connecting with people, it's, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Yes. Yeah. That's so interesting. You know how you say, you know, it's a lot of work, you know, and I, and I find, I find that when I'm in those moments where, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm being of service and I'm helping. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a lot of work, but there's just so much reward that you almost forget about the work, you know, you have to sit back and reflect yes. on it. Like, like, Oh wait, that right. was like, I had to do all of this, but you remember the reward being the people that you help and you like kind of lose sight of how much incredible work it was. Yes, for sure. So that was wow. pretty nice. That was quite nice. So tell me then looking into 2024, what would be your wishes for 2024? Wishes for 2024. My goodness. It's um, how, you know, how easy is it to automatically think of the genie in the lamp? Um, yeah. <laughs> wishes for 2024, you know? So I can yes. actually build, uh, I, I can sort of build off that, you know, because there's like the aspect of the genie in the lamp, you know, it's like sticking with that, nobody's going to do it for you. You know, since having navigated this sort of like heaven and hell perspective, you know, like this in between, which is something I've sort of been doing the last 10 years, it's just pushing myself to say, well, that was that moment we've broken that ice so to speak you know mm -hmm. this is what we got we got this from it you know like this this being okay with working at a higher level when even speaking to it now it's not that it's a challenge but there's like there's all these little moments where i'm like second guessing or doubting or just questioning or re-examining or over-examining myself so there is like a hesitation you know because you have to commit to the wish you know, when you, when you rub that lamp and you have to ask for that wish, you better have thought about it. Right. So you have to just yes. commit to the idea that, yes, I do want to navigate from this higher perspective. You know, um, right. I want to continue this. And so with that aspect of service and the idea of not giving, being taking and wanting to mm -hmm. give, having to push myself that much is almost scary, but at the same time, it's motivating and exciting. So this yes. is like that I need to drive that momentum, just continue forward with it. And that's sort Love of my wish to be able to, to be able to have the strength and the courage to continue to do it. Even though exactly. there may be challenges here and there and whatnot comes up is just, just keeping that a high perspective and, and that positive thinking. I love that. So when we have those moments of like second guessing or 
you know, the, the limiting beliefs or whatever you want to call them. It's kind of like letting them, acknowledging them like, hello, you're there. And then letting it just flow so that you flow back, get in the backseat because I've got, yes. I, I got somewhere I got to go and people I need to serve. That's right. Love that. Yeah. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. Really, really cool. Well, I've been so excited and um, about your podcast episode. Everybody got to check it out. And Lewis, I, there's no doubt uh, you're going to be winning again in 2024. So congrats on yeah. your wins from the year. And um, what you. a lucky team to have had you uh, be pioneering. So thanks again for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. Today we have John Doran. And if you haven't listened to his episode, uh, definitely check it out. It was a great episode. We are going into wins and wishes, wins for 2023 and wishes for 2024. John, what would be your win for 2023? I think the win, I, I spoke to hundreds and hundreds of people and talks all over Ireland. And uh, I was really inspired by their positivity, their encouragement. And uh, I really was enthused by that. So that was a really fantastic win, meeting so many great people all the length and breadth of Ireland and beyond. So that was definitely the win. Oh, very good. And then what would be a wish for you for thinking into 2024? Health, happiness, and more of the same, you know, to the opportunity to kind of reach out to more people, to spread that message of, I suppose that everyone is enough, as you said, Patricia. So health firstly, nothing can happen without health, happiness following that. And I'm just to, um, to do, keep on doing what I'm doing. Uh, and uh, I'm passionate about what I do. And to keep on doing and have the good health to do so would be my dearest wish. Wonderful. That is fantastic. Now, this is a long shot, but you just happen to have an 80s song that would either either reflect on uh, 2023 or as you flash forward to 2024. Well, I'm, I'm kind of smiling because I, I'm thinking today at Christmas and I'm thinking for some reason money's too tight to mention. It came into my head simply red, but I'm not going to go with that for the 2023. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go, it's a wonderful, a wonderful Life by Black, which is a, a tune that's a really nice tune. And if I was to pick a tune for 2024, well, being an irresistible optimist, I have to pick The Only Way Is Up by Yaz. Oh, Yaz. I love Yaz. That fantastic. <laughs> Beautiful. You guys, we have, now, now we get to go listen to some more music. Um, I think I'm going to make a Learned It From An 80s playlist for... 2023 and put those in there because that's fantastic. Really nice. Well, thank you so much again for popping in for our end of year uh, podcast. Happy holidays to everyone and happy new year. Cheers to your wins of 2023 and your wishes to 2024. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. First of all, tell us how these totally rad stories have inspired you. If you have a story with an 80s song inspiration, we want to hear it. You think this podcast is like totally tubular? Well, we would love your review. Stay connected with us on Podopolo and download the app today. Visit me at www.patriciafreiberg.com. Thank you, and we look forward to a double boost of inspiration next Motivational Music Monday.